0: Welcome to Get The Job Australia, the podcast created to accompany you whilst you find the job, the one you've always wanted.
1: We're here to provide weekly inspiration and tips to help you along your job seeker journey.
0: Think of us as your personal coach, helping you navigate your way to that employment offer.
1: We also offer tailored services in resume writing, cover letters, LinkedIn profiles, and interview coaching.
0: Visit getthejobaustralia.com.au to find out more. Now here's the podcast.
1: Okay, thanks for joining us on this episode of the Get The Job Australia podcast. We've got some very exciting things to discuss and, well, the topic of this episode will be how to find a job uh, and how to get offers during COVID-19.
0: Yeah, I'm going to be speaking about it from my own personal experience because I got... (laughs) No, <laughs> not one, but two job offers during COVID-19.
1: I mean, yeah, is... that is something to brag about. I don't know yeah. what's so funny, but... <laughs> it's,
0: just, it's just funny saying it like that. But yeah, we're going to be talking about it uh, and how to get yourself into a role.
1: Okay, so what was your, uh, well, what is your background, your professional I,
0: background? Yeah, so I was, um, I'm, I come from recruitment, so I was trying to find a role in recruitment, which is one of the worst industries to be in during this time, unfortunately. Uh, companies have definitely slowed down, in the, slowed down their hiring, so it was highly competitive. But I used mm-hmm. my job hunting skills and my experience being on the other side of the hiring process to find myself a job. So hmm. uh, the other side of the hiring process, meaning I've been in the recruiter's seat. Oh, okay. So I know how they work and I use those skills to get me into a job.
1: So you had like inside information.
0: I did. And I'm happy to share it.
1: <laughs> That's good. So <laughs> the first thing uh, that we wanted to discuss is how to reassess your options during this time.
0: Yeah, so obviously, like I said, bad job, bad industry during this particular time. So the first thing I did was reassess what I was going to go back into. Uh, Recruitment was highly competitive. And, you know, even if my resume and application was being looked at, companies had the luxury of being really, really picky about who they got on board. So Mm -hmm. I was struggling to find a role. So... What I did was I decided to explore other options. Um, wasn't really happy about getting out of my comfort zone and trying something different. It's and so, hard, yeah. It's, it is yeah. hard, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. starting from the bottom again. However, I really wanted a job and I knew I could go back into recruitment later. Mm-hmm. So I researched everything that there was to do with employment and the industry and anything sort of related. I landed on job coaching roles in which I could have the opportunity to help disadvantaged people get back into the workforce, people with disabilities and injuries and stuff like that. So that's what I decided on, job coaching.
1: All right. So um, the second thing that we wanted to talk about is focusing on your transferable skills.
0: Yeah. So what I did was once I had the role that I wanted to go after, I made sure that every question that came up in interviews or phone interviews or whatever the case was, everything that they threw at me that they wanted to find out more, I gave them examples which highlighted my transferable skills. Mm -hmm. So if they ever wanted to know how, if they said to me, how are you going to go about selling job seekers with all these things going against them to potential employers? And I said, well, I have experience being on the employer's side, so I know how they think, therefore I can sell them um, in that way, because I understand where the employer is coming from. Mm. I've got that inside knowledge, so I can sell yep. them properly. If the um, recruiter ever said to me, "How are you going to go about dealing with difficult people?" because quite often these were vulnerable people mm. who were unhappy, and you know, they were they were sometimes difficult to deal with. I said, "Well, I've got I've dealt with difficult people before in my retail background. Yep. I've had people yep. who wanted so. Of you, you've done this yeah, before as true. well." Yep. I've had people who wanted refunds and they yelled at me and they were aggressive. Mm. I know how to deal with difficult people. If they said to me, how are you going to go with understanding this government compliance and learning about Centrelink and all these new terminologies that you've never done before? I said, I've recruited in IT. I had no idea about all this Mm. IT language that I needed to know to sell job vacancies to candidates to make sure we could fill those roles. Like, I've done all this before. And what I did was I painted a picture of me doing this role. Like I had done the job coaching role before, but I actually has, hadn't. I mm-hmm. used my transferable skills to show I've done these actions before in a different setting. So yeah. to the recruiter, it looked like, well, this is a good person for the role because she's done it before, but I but I actually haven't. It was the way that you sell your transferable skills. Right. Okay. Yeah.
1: So you've always, always got to kind of remember that Um, even though the job you're applying for, you might not exactly have all the skills. There's something that you've done before in your previous roles that could be um, transferred to that new role.
0: Yeah, and you have got to start looking at it like that and just paint that picture that, just get out of your head that it has to be role for role. It has to be action to action. Mm, It doesn't matter about the industry. You've got to match what they're looking for, prove you can do what they want, but maybe you've done it in a different setting and it doesn't matter as long as you can do the role okay yeah sounds good yeah
1: um the third thing that you have to remember is uh, not to compromise during this time
0: yeah so uh what i did was i acted out of self-respect for my decision rather Mm. than desperation very easy to say hard to do Uh, but let me give you an example so Mm -hmm. one of the roles with one of the companies that approached me i'd applied for roles and you know like probably a lot of people not getting a lot of callbacks yeah. um so when someone called me and in this particular time someone did an employer did give me a call they t- told me more about the role it ended up being more sales focused which was not no. something that I wanted I wanted something that was more on the job seeker side and helping the job seeker and rather than saying yes 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 I can do it because I've had a sales background and I could have done it I actually just said I stood in my power <laughs> as they say, (laughs) and I said, look, you know, I... I think maybe I misunderstood the mm-hmm. job description, maybe it was a little bit ambiguous, but I actually wanted a job coach role. And I think that my skills are just better suited to a job coaching role. So mm-hmm. if something comes up in the future that is that job coaching role and not this sales type role, could you refer me? Do you know what happened? Mm-hmm. I think you know what happened. Yeah. Well. They they <laughs> did have that role coming up in a different branch, and yeah. the recruiter referred me, and that was one of the roles I ended up getting an offer for. I think that's, like,
1: a really smart way of going about it because when you think that you're advertising for a job, you think, you know, you applied to a specific role and that's basically it. Yes. Whereas the company might have something else that's that's available and they might like you. Yeah. Um but your skills and you you say you don't want that particular role, you could always get something else within that company.
0: Exactly. Not all roles are advertised and Mm, this was a new role as well. So it was just up and coming. I didn't think they would call me back, but they ended up calling back the next week. Do you remember? I I was so excited. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. So Um, stick to don't compromise. Stick to your goal. Don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's that's good to remember. And um, another thing that you need to remember is also your own self worth during this time.
0: Yes, yeah, so I think that unemployment is synonymous with feeling worthless, and it's really hard to get out of the out of bed in the morning when you don't have a job and you don't have that purpose. And mm-hmm. it's even harder when you get a phone call from a recruiter. You, it's so hard to sell yourself when you're coming from yeah. that place. And sometimes it, you you have that like small window of opportunity to, to change your circumstances and you're just not feeling in the right headspace. Mm-hmm, yeah. So this is a bit of a funny example, but what I did was it's kind of a bit anyway, whatever it worked. So what I did was every morning I, before I started applying for jobs, I would write down all of the things that I've done in my career mm-hmm. that I was really proud of. Yeah. <laughs> so,
1: But that is like such a great way to boost your morale. It so is, really yeah. Is and morale. I had
0: to do it, for me personally, I did have to do it every day. I had yeah. to sit there, just a couple of things, I jotted them down and I said, well, like you know I, I did this, I maybe it could have been anything, like maybe I hired someone really great this one mm. time. Maybe I got praise from a manager. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it I don't know, it could have been it anything.. All counts. Yeah. And what I did was I really like I made myself dwell on it. I really transported myself back to that time. I made the colors bold. <laughs> In my mind, big and bright. I yeah. felt like I was there again. And you just mm. feel it sounds so silly to say no, but, but it,
1: it really does count for something. It
0: does. It made such a difference to mm-hmm. my my confidence. Like if you do that before any interview, any phone conversation, any interaction with the potential employer, you will go in so confident. Mm. It transforms the way that you you think about it. And you'll be able to sell yourself and you just you just radiate this confidence. And I think it really, mm. it comes through on the other side.
1: I we especially need during this time. We you know, do. Because everybody's feeling quite sad and locked yep. up in their houses. and
0: Whatever works, however yeah. silly it is. Who cares? These are unprecedented times. We don't mm-hmm. know how to, there's no manual on yeah, this time. Exactly,
1: yeah, exactly. So so you've got to try everything. You that's know? right. Just as long as you get the result you want.
0: That's right. It's
1: important to keep positive and do what yes. it takes to make yourself get into that frame of mind.
0: Yep. If you look back and laugh, like I'm doing, yeah. that's it's better to look back and laugh yeah, rather than it. look back and cry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <that's it.
1: laughs> for sure. Um, the last thing that we wanted to talk about is um, once you've applied for that role, uh, the next step, which is... Making a phone call to follow up.
0: Yeah, scary. Scary scary. Mm. But after you've gone through all of your achievements
1: yeah. <laughs> in your
0: career <laughs> to <that>. date, <laughs> it's a little bit less scary. So I did this I did this personally. I did mm-hmm. it for two reasons. The first is it's a great way to stand out. It's really yeah. competitive right now. But don't forget on the other side are uh, hiring managers and recruiters who are humans they're not robots yeah. right so connect on a human level call up and i used to say i just wanted to see how my application's going mm-hmm. can you tell me a little bit more about the role blah 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 we had a chat okay. you'll stand out
1: and you'll build rapport as well you
0: build rapport mm. and they'll obviously remember you yes. hopefully yeah. um but also um in saying that there's not a lot of applicant applicants that would face the possibility of rejection head on like that. So you are going to be one of the few that's following up with a phone call. So it's a good way to stand out. Mm -hmm. The second thing is I found extra information about the role, Mm, right? So I read all the job descriptions and this is a new industry to me. So I'm trying to gather as much as I can and learn, 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 learn so that when it comes to the interview, I know what I'm talking about and blah, blah, blah. But having conversations with these people. Even if it didn't go anywhere, I gathered all this information and I saw patterns Patterns emerge, right? Okay. For example, one of the things in this job that I found was really important is rapport building. Rapport mm-hmm. building was listed on every job that I okay. applied for, right? It was one of the dot points. But in a job ad, you sometimes don't know how much emphasis that's rec- that that's needed mm. that's needed how important it is yeah, yeah. for the role yeah. it was always listed as a dot point rapport building need to be be able to build relationships blah 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 so I was, always
1: some version of that
0: yeah exactly but I didn't realize how important it was so mm. once I once I discovered it was so important because everyone mentioned it in every conversation I was having that's what would be at the forefront of every conversation I would have Mm, every answer I gave was something to do with rapport building every question like I would emphasize it just as much as they had Mm. so it can it can show that I was a good fit
1: okay so So, yeah that's quite helpful
0: yeah so that's what I did (laughs) that's how I got two job offers
1: so that's um, all for this episode of the Get The Job Australia podcast. Remember to follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. And check out our website, which is today I don't know why I said it like that, but <laughs> now it's there. <laughs> Thank you for watching. Thanks for joining, guys. See Bye. Ya.